0: Counselor Fine, a podcast for counselors past and present, finding their way in faith and current culture. We are your hosts, Shrek and Shopvac, also known
1: as Terry and Zach.
0: Welcome. It's great to be back together and it's great to be here. Uh, Zach, how you doing? Good. You? Yeah. Oh, I am fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sick of lockdown, but uh, making the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. That was a lot of snow we got. <laughs> and yeah. that was a lot of work, but eh, it's pretty, it's nice, it's winter, might as well enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're back here and we're talking about church, we're looking at the second part of it, mm-hmm. and you had finished our last conversation with kind of a question, um, and we were like, oh, this is already too long.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it was basically like, what about... What about people who
2: have been hurt by the church and then have turned away, I guess?
1: Yeah. Um, Or stepped away from the church. Right. And like, what do we, how do we reconcile that? Or like, what do we do about that? that? Or how do we help those people? Or does it matter? Why? And then I guess we can tack on that. Like, why? Why is it important that they go to church, if at all, or Mm. be part of a church? Yeah. And even the difference between those two sayings I just had. Okay. All right. So start where you
0: want. Well, I don't know where to start. I guess, um, how do we, how, or what do we do about people that have left
2: that or been hurt by? And,
1: um, well, I, I guess there's two like groups, right? Like there's people who have been hurt in a church or by people in a church or mm. by a church. And then decided that was that they're done with God in general or Christianity as a whole, or that, um, congregational type as a whole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's those who maybe have been hurt by, that's a super word, a
0: congregational group <laughs> type
1: group of people or a church <clears throat> or whatever. And have decided they're just going to leave that church and just mm. go to a different one.
0: Yeah. um, Oof, there's so many things that go into this and so many thoughts about it. Um, like sometimes people will leave because they're really hurt. Mm-hmm. Like something painful happens. And uh, um, I think the biggest issue that causes that is usually judgmentalism. Like right. that, it may not always, it's, it's somebody thinks they're right and they're really not afraid to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> that hurts so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I think that maybe, so there's, there's that aspect that of leaving a church because I've been hurt personally and I'm done with church. And so where do we start? Let's start with that. Someone that leaves the church because, and they're done. Mm-hmm. Let's like, I think we all know people like that or we've experienced that in our lives or we have people right. or friends that, at school or at, at work that have just been like, yeah, I can't do church. It's full of hypocrites. It's, it's you know. And if you dig a little bit, you realize that there was.
1: Usually an, an event or an issue yeah, at the heart of it or something. Yeah, right? and it
0: usually comes back to a person. Okay. Right? Yeah. Do you, if you find someone that?
1: Someone hurt them in church. Usually
0: it's someone. It's right. some well-intentioned, I call them well-intentioned dragon. You mm-hmm. know, like, uh, if you think of um, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, or it's the second one with Eustace, and he turns into a dragon, and he's so judgmental, and he's hurting people constantly, and and eventually he he becomes a dragon, and Mm. and they're like, we just can't have you. Voyage of the Dawn Treader, that's what it is. That's the one, yeah, yeah. Like you can't land on the (laughs) ship; you're too big. You're going to destroy it. You right, you you, you, and and you have these people that that mean well, and they they mean very well in their own head. They are fully right in what they're doing. And they just devour the people around them, and they hurt so many people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, as leaders, as, as other Christians, when we see someone like that, we need to, to speak truth into, their, into those dragons' lives before they devour these innocents around them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you've been hurt by somebody like that,
2: um, it's hurt.
0: And we can't deny that that hurt happened. Right. And, uh, and on behalf of the church, if, if you're listening and you've been hurt that way, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Um, when you've been hurt by that, the only answer is forgiveness. The, the problem comes when somebody says, um, you're, you're a Christian. This is that saying of Gandhi, I like your Christ, I don't like your Christians. Um, and um, we represent Christ. And I get that, but we're Uh not Christian. Like, we're not Jesus. And so uh, the church is full of broken people trying to follow Jesus. I think we get in and we see all these uh, facades and these people that seem to have it together. And then when they hurt us, it's just like, man, that I didn't see that coming.
2: Right. Um,
0: I watch... I watch us as staff. I watch the campers that come through camp. I watch the people I see at church and in my life and over the, st- the years and places we've lived. I've just come to learn that everybody has a story mm-hmm. and um, I can say something to you and you're not going to respond, but I could say something to somebody else and they're, it's going to cut them deep. And it's because of their yeah. story.
1: So would like I guess you're saying like, It's not, uh, it's not the right solution to just leave church in general and step away from
2: God just because you've been hurt by someone in, within the faith.
0: No, I don't think it's the right response, but sometimes, so I can, I can be hurt and I can forgive you and we can move on, but sometimes I'm going to need some time to heal. So I may forgive you, but I need time to heal. Yeah. I've known other people that just, just never forgave. And it's, it just festers. And yeah. they'll never come back to church because they they refuse to let that wound heal. Mm-hmm. Every time it starts to heal, they, they pull pick the scab off,
1: you know? So for those people that maybe have been hurt and just stepped away from church in general, still believe in God and say they're a Christian, um but don't want to go to church because of what's happened and they just think it's not for them. Like, is that okay? Like, do we need to go to a church so I have to be part of a church?
0: I think we do. Yeah. I think it's, it's really important that we're part of a church. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can come back to that. But for those people that are stepped away, I think that's part of the healing process. Sure. Um, sometimes space allows perspective. Uh-huh. Right Like I just need to get away from it to see it in its its entirety, or I need I need time to process what just happened here uh-huh. um, or I need to wrestle with forgiveness and and understanding that forgiving isn't forgetting like that that happened, so forgiveness is is allowing uh, you, grace and me grace, and that's really important
1: mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, I'm so then I I'm not sure if we made this distinction on the episode last week. I feel like it was after the fact when okay. I talked about it. But, sure, um, we were talking about how Sunday morning appeared to be the root of a lot of churches, or like their mm. cornerstone. Yep. And I think, or at least for the church goers, I should say. And I think we kind of proved that with how we would decide that we were talking about church, where we said, um, and I just said it like why should someone go to church? Um, Or when we ask, people what church do you go to? Which really implies like, where are you headed on Sunday morning physically? Mm -hmm. What building are you entering on a Sunday morning? Instead of asking like, what church are you part of? Or, you know, um, why do you need to be part of a church? Mm -hmm. And those are very different things. And sometimes we just kind of interchange them or don't even use the second one. And I think it's a pretty important difference to make, right? Like yeah. it's church isn't about just going to a church.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, so there are, there are seasons though, when you just need to go to church, sure. especially if yeah. you, if you're one of those people that have been hurt by, by church mm-hmm. or by somebody in a church, uh, maybe you've come from a church where they split right. and there was something that's so divisive or so antagonistic that the, the, it, it affected everybody, mm. uh, maybe there was a church where you you just loved this pastor and his family, and they meant so much to everybody, and then suddenly there was an affair, or there was um you know something came out, was revealed, uh, mm. some secret lifestyle choice or or something of some sin of some sort that just ripped that church apart right and so for a while, you may need to just go to a church you need to just be a face in a crowd you need to just go somewhere and sit and and wrestle with the fact that uh i can i trust again can right. i can i heal can i you know i was so involved in that church and everything i put my time and effort into was just ripped apart
1: hmm. so um
0: okay I may be off topic no, or not good. answering the question you're saying. Um, I think there is a value for allowing people that time of rest. Oh, you answered my question. Okay.
1: That's good. Um, <laughs> no, you did. Good job. Yeah. Way to go a little buddy. Well, okay. Why is church important in general?
0: Why is church important? I think it like, comes back to that. Being part of a church. Yeah. And I think it comes back to being a part of so um, there's a few things here. One, we are the body of Christ. We are being built together. It's, it's a, it's a common um, thing in the new Testament mm-hmm. to hear Jesus talk about his church. And it's a very, sh- it's a shift from uh, the old Testament where he talks about his people. Right. And the nation of God to this, this body of Christ, the, that the, that the apostles talk about Paul and Peter mm-hmm. and John when in their writings and Luke in his writings talks about being a body being a building that's knit together being a foundation um and so there's something that that is really unique about being together mm-hmm. and it, it it fulfills us it brings fulfillment so we need to be a part of it and part of that is knowing our fit and knowing what we want to do and knowing there's places we can serve. When you serve in a church, suddenly there's there's greater love for it. Right. So one, you need to be a part of it because that's how uh, we connect with Christ. He's the head of the church. He's the cornerstone of the, the building. He's the, the keystone that holds the whole thing together. hmm But when you build a building or you're part of a body, there's pieces that ache and there's things that get cut and bruised it's not always perfect it's not always pretty it's not always what we we desire for that body to be and and it takes work it takes effort and it's the same thing with our own bodies if we're going to use that metaphor that the church is a body then we need to allow it to become sick and to heal we need to allow it to get cuts and bruises we need to allow it proper nutrition and proper exercise, right? Like it mm-hmm. takes work to be a, a functioning body. And I think we want to just come in and be part of something that's perfect and good and looks great. And is. I want that nice, happy storybook ending for my life. Why are these storms coming? Well, that's just part of, that's, that's the world we live in. So that's one part of, I think, why we need to be in a church. The other one is the church is the bride of Christ. It's how he shows his love Uh and care. And there's a connection and intimacy that shows that we are one with him. So I am, and this is the, like the mystery of the church that you and I are each the bride of Christ. And yet the church itself is the bride of Christ. Like it's, it's you and me and and it's all of us together.
1: It's very confusing.
0: Yeah, it is. (laughs) And it's something that's really unique to the Christian faith. And, uh.
1: So are both these references you're talking about in... New Testament. New Testament, like we're talking Gospels or where?
0: Um, so we're talking mostly the writings of Paul mm-hmm. and Peter in the New Testament. Okay. The letters of... And, and 1 John, First and Second John. Right. We'll talk about that too. But Christ himself says to Peter... That you are going to be the, the rock that I build my church upon. Yeah. And against this, the gates of hell will not prevail. So against you, Peter, Yeah. personally, like you as the apostles, but also the church, like, like Jesus is doing something very different. Mm-hmm. And it comes, like, so it's in the gospels that Jesus is like, no, I'm doing something different here. And he promises the disciples to make them fishers of men and to be the catalyst of something new and different. And it grows, and he gives power to, this, to the 12, but then he gives power to the 72, but then he speaks to the 500, and he speaks to the thousands, and he says, you are now my kingdom. Hmm. So if we're going to be part of that kingdom, we need to continue to have those own bases. And I think that's a third aspect of being in the church is it gives us a home base to come back and reconnect with our mission. Hmm. It's one we don't often talk about because we talk instead about going to church and, and churches become Sunday morning event, and it's about me growing. And it should instead be where I come back to be inspired to continue my mission, right? Right to go and make disciples that go and make disciples that go and make disciples. And if I want to be and growing as a disciple, then I need to come back together and make sure I'm on mission. Otherwise I'm just going out and I'm running about and you'll see people that have left the church and they're doing their own thing and they don't want anything to do with church because they've been hurt by church and the institution of church is damaging And So they right. do their own thing, but they're running in their own little circle. They're never reconnecting to the mission. Mm-hmm. Of what we're all supposed to be on mission to do. Right. If you make disciples, then who, where are they connecting to the right. mission? They're just, just following a, uh, a single leader, right? And then that's, that's how you get in trouble. That's where you have these breakaway things that happen, and it's not part
2: of the bigger church. Right. It was ultimately, <clears throat>
1: we're all faulty.
0: We are. We're <laughs> all broken...
1: Vessels like following one
0: single person, you're following. Not, yeah, you're not going to be. Yeah, you're gonna be let down eventually. I think that so. Way. So even when our churches seem like they're off base, at least it's, it's it's a community of people holding each other accountable, right? To be on track, right? Like the decisions that, um, so I go to Woodside and the decisions they're making and the things changes they're trying to make. Well, it's not one person making that in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. There's a, a group of people that we've selected to represent us as a whole that are making decisions that affect us as a whole. And they come back and as, as a whole, we can say, we're not happy with this decision. Let's try something different. Or like, right. okay, we're willing to try this. Let's try that. Let's see what will work uh-huh. here in COVID tide. Um, <laughs> and, and figure out how to do this together. So I think those are probably three reasons, reasons in the New Testament why we meet together. Right. Uh, and if we pull something from the Old Testament, the, the fourth would probably be, we need to meet together because we are the people of God. We are the, the children of God and all nations are to be blessed through the chosen people. And now we are those all nations that mm-hmm. have been blessed by the chosen people of the Old Testament to continue that mission of, you know, when it says your sons and daughters will prophesy and speak in foreign languages and, and do miracles, that's us. That, right. We are the sons and daughters that are, are doing those miracles. And we need to allow those miracles to happen together as the chosen people of God, that we are the salt and the light to the world around us.
1: So I guess uh, my yeah. last question would be sure. then... What about, um? I'll just call it church hopping. Sure. So whether that's because you were hurt by the current church you're at or just because you don't like something. um, I could come up with 40 different reasons if you want. But maybe if there's some that are acceptable or some that aren't or if it's always all acceptable or all not. Like it's church hopping in general. What do you have to say about that? Is that okay? Is that wrong? Is it depend on the reason?
0: I don't know. Like there's definitely been seasons where Julie and I have looked for church uh-huh. to attend. Right. We were a part of Lincoln road chapel uh-huh. for a number of years. And then we went through a season where I'm like, I really want to be in a church that's in my community, but right. then we live in the country. So what church right. is in our community? Well, there's probably a dozen that we, you know, that are all equally 15, 20 minutes drive. hmm uh-huh. So why did I choose to drive to Lincoln Road Chapel and f- for 45 minutes past all these hundreds of other churches? Right. So there's a value in actually finding a church, one that that resonates with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there's a value in, in committing to one church. Because it's like, well, this is, this is the family I'm choosing to, to be vulnerable with and to to minister to and to be a part of, and this is going to be the smaller body. That's part of the bigger body. That is my expression here.
2: Uh Um, Church shopping. I
0: think (laughs) we have to do at some point. Um, I'm not going to go to a church that just doesn't align with my values. Right. uh, With my, my understanding interpretation (laughs) of the Bible. Yeah, I'm gonna have a really hard time showing up in a really conservative church where, for me personally, right? Like yeah. I'm uh, I, I'm more egalitarian than complementarian. Yeah. So if I end up in a church where um, the ladies are all covering their heads and wearing dresses, I'm not going to agree with that. It doesn't fit with my understanding of the New Testament. You think uh, they're wrong? No, I just don't. Agree. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think, um, there ex- it doesn't fit with your, it doesn't fit with the way I'm expressing yeah. the. Bible. Well, so this is how
1: I've heard it said is, and maybe this helps explain that, but it's not necessarily to focus on specific details, but to just pick a church that fits your, the overall culture that you're looking for. Like you need to, yeah, you need that's to a be, good you need way to part of it, a culture and a that I can, church community that fits your culture. Yeah. And so, well,
0: I'm going to go in there. Yeah, And even if I try and fit in, I'm going to really deeply offend those brothers and sisters because yeah, well, I'm not going to participate the same way they want to.
1: Yeah. So like, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, instead of, instead of worried about like nitpicking of that, a certain issue like that, you just recognize that that issue is a sign that you're not going to fit in that culture of that church. Right? Oh, big time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I guess that's like the best way to look at it because yeah. at the end of the day. That, and that's what I, I've been told. Is and that, it swings
0: the other way too, yeah. right? Like I, I. So for me, I would be like, so we go to L- Lincoln Road Chapel, which I, was a place where I've, I fit into the culture mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would just be so like maybe there would be a song that I just love, and I want to clap and dance and raise my hands, right, and express myself uh, before God because it's moved me to a place where I want to express. Right. My love for God in a way that I want to. Yeah. And I'm the only one in that church or maybe one of like five in that church that wants to do that kind of expression. Mm. Right. And And so I'm that guy. I'm that guy in that church. But then I go to another church where it's way more expressive Mm -hmm. than I can handle. Mm. And people are yelling and hollering and, wandering around yeah. the church props and you're like props and yeah props is a good way Stuff to put it waving all over and, yeah. yeah i know and it's
1: um mm-hmm. it's and, not for you
0: and that was really not for me it was mm-hmm. fine during the music but someone's trying to talk now shut <laughs> up you know what i mean like yeah. sit yeah. down already like but no okay. they're still going and mm-hmm. and something's moving inside of them and they're way more expressive than i can ever handle and so it's yeah. like, well, okay. So I need to go back into my shoes and recognize that, like, okay, so this is my church, and I I may do this once or twice, but I'm not going to purposely go to a place that's going to unsettle everybody. Yeah, because I've been in that place where I've been unsettled, and I don't love it. So
1: the one thing I would also challenge is that as you're looking for a church that matches your culture, that you don't initially think about. How it matches your Sunday morning culture. Right. That's your last stuff that matches.
0: Right. It's really got to be that way. Like, <laughs> right. Like all
1: the examples we've just talked about were Sunday morning Sunday things. Sunday morning event things, things. Or but,
0: event things. or
1: Yeah. But these examples, like the culture matters more for everything outside of Sunday morning than it does Sunday morning, I think. But well, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like. So how do you find that?
0: Well, I think you need to go in and see the people. Mm hmm. And, and are these people that I can minister to and will minister to me? Yeah. Is this a place where I can fulfill my role in the body the way I feel my body, like the body part I am?
1: Well, and to me, this is, to me, this is where like Sunday morning's purpose, not fully, but some of it comes about where it's a chance for whether it's um, believers or non to come and see what your church is all about, to yeah. get a bit of a lack of a better word, taste of your culture.
0: Yeah. Taste and a temperature, right? right, For this,
1: like this, what's this culture This church? Like, Oh, I can get a pretty good feel in an hour on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Not fully, but somewhat you can then, and then you can go from there because you can either get a hard, a hard no or a hard yes. And then you can kind of gauge it. But, um,
0: yeah. And I was, I was thinking about it too, right? Like it's amazing the difference between a a city church Mm -hmm. and a rural church. Um, I could show up and uh walk into a rural church and feel like this is a place where I can really fit in mm-hmm. right and and the statement of faith lines up and the the practice on a Sunday morning or midweek or whatever it is that i I'm participating in or the small groups feels like that, but then these people have been together since like their grandparents were children. <laughs> And they're grand, like, you know, and, and it's not a place where I feel welcome. Right. It's so closed or it can be so tight. And yet for someone who grew up in that, that area or that rural setting, it's everything to them. It's family. It is family to them. Whereas as an outsider, I'm not welcome. Uh, On the flip side, I can go to a church in Waterloo and it seems like every five or 10 years, the turnover, like. Well, the people I was here at church with ten years ago, most of them have left. Right? Why is that? Well, it's it's a transient area, or it's it's the mm-hmm. the way things cycle in a in a family, or in a neighborhood, or a place like a city where jobs change every five or ten years, and you you're moving because of that.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: So, culture plays a big part of that. I think when we come to a church and we're looking for some place. Yeah. And sometimes we need to come in and be able to just be uh, facing the crowd for a while and, and take the pulse and temperature and, and understand uh, a place. But also it could be because I'm there to, I just need some healing or I need to find myself or I've gone through some trauma and uh, I haven't, or, or you haven't grown up in a Christian home. You haven't grown up with church as part of your culture. Mm-hmm. You need time to just be able to feel it out. And a small church of 100 people is really hard to do that. Yeah. A church of six or 700 or that's online on Sunday mornings is really easy to just get your feet wet and feel out the leadership and the temperature of that church. And we have to have that kind of grace for people. Yeah. But also, I think when we come into it like that, and maybe that's where you're at, if you're listening to this and you're like, that's where I'm at. I just want to be a face in the crowd. I need to f- find myself and find my place. That's good. Take that temperature, find out if this is a place where you sense a connection with God and it's drawing you and it's challenging you. Um, and, Cause challenge is part of it, right? Like it's, it's not, uh, this is a place where I can be honest and sincere. But if that's you, right. then you need to also see where do I plug in? Cause you've been gifted to be a part of this church and you're a part of this body. So how do you function within the body? Hmm.
1: Some good thoughts.
0: Oh, thanks. (laughs) Uh,
1: Is there anything else you had in relation to church here? Uh, That's most of my questions and thoughts.
0: No, it just is deeply, like, this is a a really deeply personal conversation. I had no friends and family that have been hurt within the church and left Mm -hmm. Uh, and some have gone other places and found, uh, um, healing and others have, uh, others of my friends and family have left and they've just been so deeply hurt. They want nothing to do with church forever. Um, and I think what we, we need to have a lot of grace and a sincere, honest relationship with them about where you're at with church. Like, Hey, yeah, it does hurt sometimes these are just people and sometimes you know as friends we hurt each other and we still care for each other and we don't throw the towel in and give up on it um sometimes god is working in the background that they they just will never see or know i look at abraham and god called him and then didn't speak to him for years (laughs) you imagine
1: it'd be crazy
0: like i left everything behind and i'm just wandering and then god shows him says okay i want you to settle here Okay. Okay. Thanks. So, and then you yeah. don't hear from him from years, for yeah. years and years and years. And, like, and and yet he was a person of faith and and called and chosen by God. And I just, I guess, I look at it and go, I don't know what's what God's doing in their lives. Right. And they may go years before He speaks into their lives again. I, I'm going to wrestle with God for them on their behalf. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy.
2: Huh. Yeah, that was good. Well, uh, I think yeah. All
1: right. Anything else?
0: No i I don't have anything else.
1: So that was two parts, one and a half, I guess on on church. Church. Yeah. Um. Again, I think I want to reiterate that all of this is most of this is our opinions. Obviously, there was some of that that you discussed as written in the Bible uh, about why we should go to church, and that's pretty factual. Um, <clears throat> most of the rest of it is our opinion and take it as you will, yeah. but, uh, it's our experience and what it's taught
2: us, um, end of the day, be part of a
1: church. And if it's not how you think it is, be the change you want to see.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really important because it it, it your church should glorify God and it should be that place where you become family and it should be that place where you're going out of obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, you, sh- you will experience growth if you're in a body it yeah. should be growing it- and it'll give you purpose it'll help you with that why question of who I am and why am I doing this and, and what's going on
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's not always going to be easy and there'll be seasons where you're like ah, I just need a rest I need a break and churches can handle that God can handle that Yeah, but uh, I think it's an important place to be And for some reason, it's what God's method of of establishing his kingdom is. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if maybe in North America, we just don't understand it from our experience. It seems to work Uh, in other places and other countries. And yet, you know, there's areas in in the world where the church has just gone through a growth cycle where it's it's lived and bloomed and died. I don't know if it's dormant and it's like a volcano, it's going to explode again. Or if it's like a a flower that blooms once every hundred years and we're just waiting to see it again. I don't know. But it's a tough question to answer.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great discussion. Thanks. (laughs) We will um, try and uh, talk about something different next week. Oh yeah.
1: So next week I think we're going to discuss the possibility or what was the wording we're going to talk about ywam and cape and ray okay and uh gap years in general i think and
0: different programs how to
1: use your gap year
0: what do we look at well i suppose okay great Um, idea
1: yeah and just all these shameless plug for timothy training some of the different options you have Uh, that's
0: right (laughs) let's come back to camp
1: (laughs) Uh, camp updates. You should still apply to be a counselor this summer. That will be up uh, for a few more weeks. Uh, We're going to take it past the end of
0: January this year.
1: Yeah. Please apply Tell your friends to apply. Um, We're going to, if anyone like wants to know that asks you or your parent wants to know or something, sure. We are going to open registration for camp on the normal family day. Okay. Um and it'll be normal registration for now and we'll figure out uh what camp can look like this summer as we go and we'll make changes as we need to. So
0: Yeah. It's too early to make any decisions right now. Yeah. But uh we're gonna hold on to hope and live in faith and step out of mm-hmm. the boat and see what God does.
1: We're hoping for normal summer or at least something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so hoping for normal summer, but
1: we'll see what we can do.
0: Yeah. We'll see what we can do. God is, God is bigger than all of this. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I keep seeing that over and over again where he's mm-hmm. just so amazing. Um, that suffering is for a season and, and we don't know what's causing it, but, um, sometimes it's allowed and, and it, it's just to strengthen us. And sometimes it's allowed because, in the bigger picture of the the universe it, it's just a moment in time yeah and i see a chance for rest and restoration and sabbath and learning um i see so much loss mhm uh-huh. and and maybe it's just to to give us a sense of of that loss again i don't know
1: Really appreciate hearing from a few of you that you listen. Uh, yeah. Thank
0: you. it's Michael,
1: summer. That was awesome to hear. Uh, there's a lot more of you. Yeah. So Let us know who you are.
0: Yeah. It's encouraging for <laughs> us. And, uh, and two, to hear from you, what, like some of the topics you want to talk about. Mm. It's been good. Really good.
1: All right. Well, that's all I have for today. Yes. Yeah.
0: No, that's it. Thanks guys. We will uh, chat soon. Mm. Um, I hope you're having a, safe and enjoying the snow and the the nice cold weather man it's awesome and uh, we'll talk to you soon bye bye bye